Welcome back, Day Drinking with Dog. A short little one-day hiatus. I got back on the air, and I'm fired up today because I haven't had this show in a while where I just fucking spew what the fuck's on my mind. And who better to have on that show than Samantha Altieri? How you doing, girl? Hanging in, man. Hanging, Hanging in. in. I right. mean, we just got fired up pre-show. Like, yeah, literally. Like, Jesus Christ. It takes like, nothing. It takes it do- absolutely it doesn't. nothing it doesn't. to get and, me fired up. And uh, <laughs> I- I'm excited. We're going to talk a lot about Bud Light. Dylan Mulvaney, transsexualism, what all the stuff with the kids. We're going to get into the sports side of it. Uh, we're going to do a little Trump DeSantis. We're going to do some Tamar Hamlin. We're just going to go rock the fucking boat. I'm just going to vomit it all know, out. That's it. Spew it out. So uh, first of all, uh, how the hell you been? Been good. Yeah. I, um, I work and I sleep. <laughs> that's what i do i work uh i try to sleep mm-hmm. uh but you work probably way more than i do i mean i i work hours but you know i get my nice three four days off a week so that yeah that must be nice yeah so <laughs> it, it is but you know now we're coming to the crazy season so yeah. it is what it is mm-hmm. but uh, a funny little story um there was these three girls sitting at a table the other day mm-hmm. and i just got into work and Ryan, who I work with, they called him over as I was walking down the stairs or something. And Ryan, I could hear Ryan. He has like this giggle. Like he's like laughing. And I turn around. He's like, dog, they're talking about you. And I have no idea who these girls are. They, I, they look like they're 18, but they're probably 22. And he walks up to the bar. And I'm like, what, what, are the, what the fuck? What am I involved with? And the, one of the girls goes, is that, is that Jeremy Wells? Oh no! Yeah, and he's no like, way. yeah, like like the local celebrity, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I've made it, mom, I've made it, I've made it. They probably never even listened to a show, but uh, if you're listening now, girls, thanks for the compliment. I really appreciate it. Super uh, cute. I yeah, love that. right. I don't I love know. Kind of funny. You. So on that note, let's slide right into. Uh, this is the first weekend I've worked a busy weekend where it's the second weekend since the controversy hit, but the Bud Light controversy. Right. Right. Uh, it was kind of a joke the first weekend. We weren't that busy regardless, but we don't really go through much Bud Light when it's slow. But Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we were crushed. And I think I sold a total of six Bud Lights. And the first one I sold, the kid actually wanted to return it. Now, I didn't say nothing to him. I, I don't give a fuck here. Here's your Bud Light. Like, I got to get rid of this shit. <laughs> you yeah, know? Like, right. Yeah, what are you I may not reorder it because we don't need to, but right. I got to get rid of it. So I said to him, hey, you know. Sure. Well, no, drink that one and then switch over. Of course, these idiots are, you know, switch over to a Bud. Yeah. Which is still Anheuser-Busch. I know. Or Ste- I'll do a Stella Anheuser-Busch. I like, know. it's a long list of problems. No, there. it is. But I have to say, um, from all the mainstream people who I deal with as far as social politics have talked about, this is one of the things that really has made, I think, even the littlest dent in this kind of issue. Right? Yeah. So, you know... Anheuser-Busch losing $5 billion. I mean... It wasn't cash out of their pocket. It's nothing they can't recoup. It's not, but I think that it makes a statement. Oh, sure I think that we're finally, you know, a company may think twice before, I mean, the immense amount of companies just that are involved with Dylan Mulvaney for not because they support him, not because they give a shit about transgenderism. They could give a shit less. They care about money. So this is the narrative. This is what's going to get you views. But unfortunately, with Bud Light, I I think that they really 
really made a bad move there. Um, and even their CEO came out and made a um, statement about it. I don't know if you read it, but it was so dumb. And it just went on and on and on. And they said absolutely nothing. I, I Yeah. Well, I, I saw <laughs> the... Said nothing. I saw the VPs, re- like she did a podcast. Okay. And from what I read is she's very far left, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, all of her friends are. And basically this was like she knew what she was doing. It was a big middle finger to the conservatives and to the just the everyday guy that drinks Bud Light. You know, you go over the heartland, like people probably don't know what transgenderism is, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like they just, they, they're blue collar. They work their asses off. They go home. They fucking take a shower. They sit down and have three, four Bud Lights or maybe 10. I don't know. And they watch sports or watch the news and they go to bed. Yeah. You know, if they do that, yeah. you know, five, six days a week and Sundays, you know, they might go golfing. But with her, him, whatever... This is my biggest issue. It's not like if they just wanted to do the LGBTQ can and rainbow it up for, I think June is their month. They get a month too. I don't know. And they do that, fine, have at it. But if you don't know what trans, like, I'm sorry, if you don't know who this Dylan Mulvaney person is, they, it's basically, I know you know, but it's a 28-year-old man who has kind of been flamboyantly groomed uh, you've seen him on the Ellen Show four years ago, on Price is Right three years ago. Oh, yeah. Finally makes a transition. Now, very what's, calculated. What's her name? Drew Barrymore's getting down on her knee and yeah. swearing to her, allegiance to her, him, whatever. Yeah. But I did a little of my own research, mm-hmm. followed him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. This is a 28 year old man yeah. posing as a 13 year old girl. Right. Thank you. That's. The fucking problem. It's perverted. It is. And she even says in some of her videos, like, oh, she, she just wants to, you know, invite a boy over for a slumber party and shit like this. And, you know, and, you know, she's not developed. She's not developed like a woman. She's not any, like, you know, it's just like, to me, this is like a common sense issue. Like, I don't know. I mean, it pertains to this sick, sick narrative. Um, And another thing about Dylan Mulvaney, I mean, if you look back, I mean, he's just basically a failed actor. He was always in, you know, in college and everything. He was just a performer and he was really dramatic. And I think that when he even when he talks about one of his first videos that he came out with on TikTok, um, his response to it was like, oh, everybody loved my joke of day one of girlhood, day one of girlhood. I think he really did view this as like a stunt. Oh, that just literally took off um and i think this also and now he's a multi-millionaire right but also to advocate and play devil's advocate here you know you're hurting people who are hurting and are uncomfortable in their own bodies and don't really know what's going on you know call it transgenderism gender dysphoria whatever you want to call it you're hurting these people by playing this game you know but it fits the narrative. So all the people of this alphabet soup community are flipping out and saying, oh, this is so wonderful, um, when really they're, you're just kind of getting a slap in the face every single day. Right. Every single day. And it is that is exactly what it is. They just they push it on you. Yes. And we were talking pre-show, you know, like, I remember, you know, it's like the last 10 years. It's like I started talking about this topic Day one, well, not day one, but month one of of doing this show. Yeah. And that was, you know, when the trans athletes, there was the runners in Connecticut that were yeah. fighting it with the state. There's obviously the Leah Thomas swimmer for Penn, all this stuff. And now, finally, we have a Riley Gaines out there. Yeah. Who is fighting the fight. She is a she University is. of Kentucky swimmer, I believe. Yep. 
um, now since graduated, but she's going to Capitol Hill because Biden is set to not sign off on the No Trans and Women Sports Act, which has garnered, you know, some of the famous, you know, Megan Rapinoe, you know, who's mid-30s, made her money, right. made her fame. But why the fuck would she, like, sign off on this? Like, if she, if, like if Megan Rapinoe now was 18 years old, yeah. trying to make the U.S. women's national yeah. soccer team. Right. And three dudes that said they were women joined and she didn't make it. Do you think she'd have a different tune? Absolutely. But she doesn't play anymore. Yeah. So she doesn't care. Absolutely. I mean. And, she, and she's gay. Let's be honest. She's, yeah. She's a lesbian. Yeah. So like. It all fits. It all fits. They the all narrative. like categorize into yeah. the alphabet. Mo- I call it the alphabet mafia. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Alphabet soup. Alphabet <laughs> yeah. mafia. There's lots of fun names. Um, the problem here is that. We need to face reality. So I saw this wonderful debate and it basically ended, which as usual in the left, like screaming bloody murder at this person's face. Essentially, if you're a trans person, right, you're a trans person. You know, this is where we really need to set this line and it needs to be set realistically. If you're a trans woman, that's fine. You could be a trans woman. You are not a woman. If you're a trans man, you could be a trans man. No problem. You're not a man. But unfortunately, biology cannot be changed. No matter how many chemicals you put in your body, you know, no matter how many surgeries you get, you know, it's like if I go get a boob job, you know what right. I mean? I don't have huge boobs. I just went and got a boob job. And Mulvaney's like promoting tampons and shit. Like, I mean, she what does is, not use them. What people. is a man? You think like we love bleeding like a fucking dead cow once a month? Like, do you think this is glamorous for us, you know? And it's really taking away from womanhood, you know? And this is the part that. You know, everybody's like, where are the feminists? Where are the feminists? Well, where are they? Because you're, I, I, uh, that's my point. Where are they? You're trying to take away from me. You know, Dylan Mulvaney just was on a uh, talk show. It's like, oh, one day I want to be a mom. And the guy goes, well, you can never get pregnant. Right. Like. You I, can never get pregnant. I How think, are you going to tell me? You are a biological man. You can never get pregnant. I'm sorry. You need to stop feeding this. It. I'm Okay. One thing that people need to understand is there is a mental illness associated with this. And that's really hard to accept. 100%. And on most of the podcast websites and things, they'll bleep you out for saying that. Yeah. Okay? It's like saying fuck. Right. <laughs> At this I point. I don't bleep out either. Um, but the thing is, is it's it's a mental, there's a mental illness. There's something wrong, right? So Matt Walsh said it great. If you're a human, right? Humans are born with two legs. So if you're born and you only have one leg, the doctors are going to say, well, something went wrong. Right? Right. So it's just like if you were born... A female and by 12 years old you decide well I don't really feel like a female I feel like a male something went wrong and we have to face that kind of reality and there has to be distinction and that's the problem and it's not about putting these people in a place that you know they need to be treated terribly or put in a little corner it has nothing to do with that we just need them to understand and realize that there is a line Right. And we need to be respectful of it on both sides. Well, one of the new, you know, epidemics of this is a lot of them are getting 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old. Mm-hmm. And they're regretting what they did to their bodies. Right. And they want to detransition, I guess they yeah. call it. And I read it all the time. And I feel terrible for these people. It's like, you know, it's like getting a tattoo at 15 against your parents' will and realizing, oh, fuck, I got a tramp stamp on my back. Yeah. I don't want this for the I rest don't want of my this life. Get, remove it. Right. You know, it's, all, it's almost the same thing. Like, what mental development. I was a fucking idiot until I was 25. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't really know what the fuck I wanted to do. Right. You know? 
let alone 12. Right. You know, and, and now in the state of Washington, the Democrats just passed a bill called SB 5599. And it's basically will basically let's allows the state to take your children away from you. Yeah. If you don't allow them to get sexual transition surgery. Right. Do you want me to read that again? Like, that is <laughs> fucking insane. Yeah, but these, these are the things where it becomes delusional. Because in any sense of the word, whether you agree with these people or you don't, the fact that you think it's okay to do this to an innocent child is so wrong. And let me tell you something. In my own work life and in my own life, I see these children out there. And I see these kids living their lives as transgender. Yeah. Every single one of those kids looks completely depressed, anxiety-stricken, unhappy, don't have any friends, really bad social skills, and definitely some kind of familial trauma that has led them to this point. So... I I mean, I would agree that's the majority. I Uh, mean, a majority... I don't know many. I know know a few. I know plenty of gay people. I mean, they seem to be... I I don't even label it because it's not fair because we're all human. Right. You know, but they always they they appear to be you know very happy people. Like almost like that's what the word means. Like they just they're happy with themselves. They're happy with their sexuality. They're happy in their life choices. Yeah, all this stuff. But you're right. Like I've like the trans at least I see on the internet. The ones that are really like, and this is what I meant to say before was like the feminists. Right. Like I almost feel they're just confused. They don't know which way to go here. No. Like like the really radical ones. Right. They're like. Shit. Do we yeah. do we take them in and be like, let's fight this fight even farther? Right. But like women have made so much strides in the last 60 years to let this go by the wayside. Yeah. Especially when it comes to sports. Yeah. To me. And and having a person like Dylan Mulvaney just mock you well, on, that, on that's national the thing. TV. I mean, look at some of it. And I encourage people, if you haven't seen Dylan Mulvaney's videos, please watch them. Because you're not going to last long watching. I'm going to tell you that right now. Right. But, but at least give it like 30 seconds. But even with the Bud Light thing, okay, we'll keep it to that because that's what we're talking about. You know, he's like, I heard about this thing called March Madness, and I guess yeah. it has something to do with sports. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I mean, how who how you, more degrading you can you fucking right. be? Right. Like, really? Right. Like, right. listen, I don't know shit about sports. But you that's can win ten thousand dollars. Yeah, like, are are we fucking kidding me? Like, even his first one, he was like day. 10 of being a girl and frolicking through the woods and pretending to be scared of bugs. I mean, like, are we in the 1940s? Like, what's going on? Well, that was my thing is, like, is this one-year transition, like, day 10 is, like, year one and day 200, and now you're 12, and day 365, you're 18? Like, I, I didn't get it. No. And then when she did, like, she, I'm, the one the one I actually watched through the whole thing, it was, like, three minutes, was her in, like, uh, I don't know if it was Radio City Music Hall, but somewhere in New York, and she was doing a play or something. Or oh, they going had that to, big event. Yeah. yeah. And she was just, like, prancing around, and look at these curtains, and da 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 I'm like, first of all, this is how you've always been. Well, since yes. you've, like... Because she's been begging for sponsors for right. fucking And ever. also living as a gay man your right. whole life. Right, right, right. Uh, so, just as a flamboyant. Right. I know plenty now of flamboyant gonna, gay men who act like that. Now you're going to pretend to be a woman. Right. You don't, like, she didn't have any surgery. No. She Maybe she took hormones. I don't know. But she that. but she still has a penis. Yep. Yep. And so there's that. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think the feminists need to stand up a little more on this. Absolutely. I, I, I can see why they maybe aren't. You know, they just don't want to, like, I don't know, get involved. There's so much shit to get involved with now. Yeah, but that's you this know? is the biggest problem, though, is that we have to scream the truth louder than they can scream the lies. Mm. And Candace Owens says that best. Uh, 
However, this needs to be something that people need to speak up on. I mean, I have friends in the community who will probably be pissed by every word that comes out of my mouth. And I love them regardless. But yeah. I have to speak up about this. Yeah. This has to stop. Because I'm a person, you know, I'm 26 years old. I hope to have kids in the near future, right? I'm petrified. I would be petrified if if I had children right now who were getting ready to go to school. I wouldn't know what to do. So just just on the ride here, Braden, I was bringing him to baseball practice. Yeah. We're driving down... <laughs> Driving down New Haven Ave. Mm-hmm. And he turns to me and he says, you know, there's this meme online. I just don't get it. And I'm like, what is it? And he goes. How old is he again? 13. Okay. He goes, a guy walks into a bar and orders a Bud Light. And then he walks out of the bar and he's drinking it and he turns into a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, you know, you know, like, so like, but again, with the way the world works now with the Internet, like. Why do I have to answer this question? Like me, me and him are cool. Like I, I, I explain it to him. Like, listen, this is what's going on. This is what's I'm happening. not grooming him in anything, but to be whatever he wants to be. Um, and should he choose that? Well, whatever. Go, go have at it. But you're still going to be a boy. Yeah. You know, and he he understands it because you know he's in school now at 13. I don't really want to bring him into this conversation too much, but you know he'll come home and tell me that you know girls or boys or some kids in class are identifying as you know a, a lion or a sheep. Um, or, yeah, do you know that there's yeah. school districts in Woodbridge that want to yeah. put litter boxes in the bathrooms for the children who pretend to be cats? Come on. I swear to God. It's just in Woodbridge, huh? Well, as far as I know. No, I'm, I'm just saying like that you know? close, that yeah. close. I mean, you think, yeah. You usually hear it's, about it's this shit lot, out in the West Coast. Exactly. But. It's getting a lot more closer to home than we understand. Uh, so then uh, Saturday Night Live, I know neither of us really watch it anymore, but oh, God, uh, no. I, there's there's two things I watch in Saturday Night Live. Well, actually, only one, and that's uh, the, when the guy makes Colin Jost do racist jokes. It's, okay. act, it's actually pretty funny. It's all over like Instagram. They like write racist jokes for each other. Okay. okay so it, it's pretty funny. Probably all I watch, but uh, I, f- I forget the other guy's name, but Michael something. Uh, there's a non-binary... Cast member now, the first ever non-binary cast member oh, God. on Saturday Night Live, and they had her on like a harness, and they pulled her down, and she did this skit, and she, and then all of a sudden she kind of went off key talking about trans health rights for trans kids or something like that, right? And she screamed, you know, if you don't care about trans kids' lives, you don't care about kids' lives. You know, of course, the whole liberal audience cheered and whatever, oh blah, God. blah, blah. Sounds they tried to turn it back into comedy real quick. But then she said something else. I can't remember. And I'm like, wait a second. So I did a little research on this. And I'm like, it's not. They're not denying trans kids right. health care. No. Like if, if, if a 10-year-old kid who's a boy and identifies as a girl, the, the doctor's not like, get the fuck out of here. No, but we're but also not going to chemically castrate We're not going to castrate the kids. Yeah, That's all right, it is. Right. And if you actually, in your adult mind, think mm-hmm. that that is okay, mm-hmm. there is something seriously wrong with you. Yeah. And so those are the biggest two things I stand on this, is sports and kids. Yeah. Everything else you guys can have. You can even have your Dylan Mulvaney's for all I care. But... The one thing with Dylan is, oh, she pretends to be 13. That's what's a right. little fucking weird. A little bit perverted. Yeah, a little bit perverted. Just a yeah. tad. Mm. And, you know, you watch these videos. There's another creep out there. He's always on my fucking feed. And he's just like, he sits there and he's just doing this. And he's like, yeah. It's, he's like, yeah, the kids, you know. He's like, I, he's like he's got like a mustache. I'm like, yeah, it's like, like, no, it's so bad. I mean, it's even with, um, you know, the fights about drag queens and about this and that. 
The thing with drag queens, okay, and I've been to many drag shows. I love drag queens. I think they're hysterical. However, I never in my life would think to bring a fucking child to a drag show. Drag queens are meant to dress as like basically like a cartoon woman. They're supposed to be very sexual, very sexual, very provocative. That's how they put on the show. And they make yeah. everybody laugh because you know it's a dude. Right. And you know he's cupping everything down it's there. It's RuPaul. It's exactly. A, you know, it, exactly. And Keep it's, it to it's, that. It's great fun. Should children be around that? No. No. No, they shouldn't. No. No. There was and a video I, I watched today that there was some drag. It was the one that wrote a book. And it was like, like it was like shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Okay. And she had like five kids in front of her. Yeah. And like this boy's like like this? Like what? Like what am I doing? And I'm like, why? How is this allowed? Does that make you sick? It does. It makes me sick to my stomach. So then immediately after that, I scroll down. And I'm not on the internet this much, believe me. I was just doing this for the show today. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You know The Rock, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. So there's a video today of The Rock. Check it out. Look it up. Okay. Yeah. I guess he had like a Zoom meeting, right? And his, and his two daughters like... Cute little kids, yeah, are like putting like lipstick and makeup all over his bald head and blah blah blah. Right, and the girl, one of his daughters, is like, "Hey, daddy," he's like, "You know, you look like a woman," and he's like, "Oh no," and she goes or something like that. You look like a woman, or like you know, you're not masculine. He goes, "Oh, I'm masculine." She goes, "Oh, you look like a woman." He goes, "No, I'm a man." Like I didn't know if he was, knew he was being filmed. It was kind of hilarious. He's like, "Good for him." He's like, I'm, "No, I'm a man." Right. He's like, "I'm a man," and right. I got to get on Zoom meeting. And she's like, "Hold on, let me paint your nails." He's like, "Nope." <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, you're playing with your right. kids, and that's how it's, that's where it's like, okay, right. fun, having fun, yeah. playing dress up, or just goofing around. Yeah. And but. this is how it should be. However, again, there's a fine line, and especially with celebrities, with sports players, whatever it may be, the fact that they're using their platforms for such detriment to the society is what makes you so sad. And they know it's going to make them lose money. It's going to make them lose funding. It's going to make them lose sponsors, whatever. However, I mean, how do you go home with your own children and be able to live with yourself if this is what you're promoting? I mean, these kids, I, I asked this to my provider and I said to, about a child who comes in, who talks like a girl, acts like a girl, looks like a girl, calls herself she, but wants to be called a boy name. And I'm like, well, what are you doing with these kids? Well, we just send them to a gender clinic. Gender clinic. What is that? Like, why? What is that? Well, because we can't handle it here. I'm like, well, why don't we think about therapy? Do you ever think about therapy? Hey, why do you hate yourself so much that you want to completely change your sex? You want to mutilate your body. Yeah. Well, before even the mutilation, before, right. before any of that, what is making a child think that I need to be a completely different human? In order to be happy. And then eventually mutilate my body. I mean, right. I don't, I don't, I just, I don't understand it. And I've had people in the trans community speak to me on it. And everything they're saying is like, me, 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 me. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, none of that. You still don't make any sense. Who do, you ki- s- who, do, who do kids listen to now? What do you mean? Who do they listen to? Nobody. They don't listen to their parents. No. They don't listen to their doctor. No. They don't listen to the teacher. Right. Who do they listen to? TikTok. TikTok. That's where they get right. all their fucking information from. Mm-hmm. TikTok. Instagram. Oh yeah. If you have kids, don't let them on TikTok. That's number one. Number TikTok two. has been proven to be grooming. Yeah. Not just children, grooming. Um, I mean, it's a Chinese-owned company. Like they've been. They, this is great, but children in China, you realize the regulations on TikTok yeah, yeah, are severe. Oh yeah. 
I mean, they use it to literally educate. They do math, like all kinds of subject matter on Chinese TikTok. Here, they're, I mean, we're the most laughed at country in the world. Right. And these kids are just glued to it. Right. Glued to it. Yeah. I mean, there was a study that went on with um, a group, a small group. Um, don't quote me on the number. A small group of children who um, they put into a study who said they were transgender. They didn't go on hormones. Nothing yet. They just basically said, I'm a boy or I'm a girl. Um, they basically put the them away. They put them away, you know, in a yeah. normal place and just let them live their life and completely ousted them from social media for three months, for 90 days. A hundred percent of those children were no longer diagnosed with gender dysmorphia after, right. Right, after they yeah. got cut off. Because it's literally, it's posted as glamorous. Look how yeah. glamorous my life is. Look how wonderful my life is. Look how is. many likes that person got. Right, right. Look how many views that person got. Right. But this is the, but then when you see these regular kids doing it, I mean, I see them walking around stores. I feel, I feel for them. I feel for them because you can see just the pure uncomfort. This, like it's like the awkward kid walking down the hallway in high school, you know. You could see the discomfort on their right, face because behind a camera at home in your bedroom doing this shit, right? It's not like going to the mall with your friends. Like they can do it in front of that. They don't know who's liking it or who's not liking it. Right? They may get a nasty comment, but they will just scroll on. But until they face it, right? Head on. Face the head on. Head on. I, I don't know. Like it's, it's just so troublesome, you know. And I, it's funny. Like I equate, like, you know, AI. The big thing about AI. I oh haven't, yeah. I haven't done enough research on it to really like talk at length about it. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's obviously very dangerous. It could be very dangerous. And my thing is, you know, Musk and all these people are saying, you know, it, it could replace eighty percent of the workforce. Sure. Right. Well, my response to that is, well, they're not stupid because they realize 80% of the workforce is going to be TikTok fucking generating kids. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that's how they're going to get all their money. Yeah. And everyone's just going to be at home yep. how they want it, you know, mm-hmm. and AI is going to run the whole thing right. and Amazon's going to airdrop your groceries right. and no one's going to leave the fucking house. Yeah. That's what they want. That's literally, that's what they want. And that's what's going to be, that's what's going to be our new life. Yep. Um, funny about AI, little funny thing about AI, couple things, Okay. Um, staying on the subject of transgenderism, right? So we remember the horrific uh, shooting that happened in Tennessee. Um, by, right outside of Nashville, yep. Right, right outside of Nashville um, in the same um, district that Candace Owens lives in. Yep. Um, and they were really hit hard. Um, and it was really upsetting to see not only children but adults, anyone die, you know. Um and we really went into researching this family of this girl who then called herself a boy, Andy, or whatever. Um, grew up in a really nice Christian family. Um, I'm all about first impression and looking at the family's social media and things, seeing pictures of her growing up. Looked like a normal kid. Right. Then she went to college for art, which is... My kid says they're going to college for art. Go paint in the backyard and sell it because I'm not paying fifty thousand dollars for you to go paint on a canvas. But anyway, she goes I make to, money after you die. Right? She goes to college, comes home transgender, ends up shooting up a school. Why do I bring this up? I it was bring her school too. Right. Right. I bring this up for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, because of the double standard that we need to address. So I had this talk with uh, one of my friends who's in the LGBTQ plus 
whatever community. TIA, I think. TIA something plus like something. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Um, so anyways, we had this talk and basically um, their response to me was like, well, Christians hate everybody. They hate everyone. And I said, well, I love you. I said, and I'm, I'm a Christian. I said, do you want me to tell you that you're perverted and you shouldn't be around my kids because you're gay and I won't let you around my family? Because you're gay, so you've got to be right. perverted. There right. has to be something wrong with you. She's like, well, no. I'm like, well, then how are you going to tell me? Because I'm a Christian, I'm hateful. Do you see the double standard? Oh, well, yeah. And we the have to. Yeah, I mean, it's levels. right in front of your face. Yeah, but we yeah. really, this is like a serious, serious problem that this is not being considered a hate crime. Right. Well, so Just you- as if I killed a gay person, a trans person, a person of a different race, this was targeted towards Christians. This was a formulated plan to kill Christian children and adults. This is wrong. This is dead wrong. And this need, something needs to be done. And you cannot have an excuse because you have a mental illness. Just as a regular person who's a schizophrenic and goes and blows, blow, uh, you know, storms into a school. It doesn't matter the type of mental illness. If you're doing a targeted act, you have a mental illness and you have an illegal firearm and you decide to go and do something like this, it needs to be treated as that. Okay. Little devil's advocate here. Sure. About a mental illness. Right. Uh, I think it's easy. It's an easy scapegoat mm-hmm. for a lot of this. Yep. Just say, oh, well, you know, we have to identify the mental illness and all that. I think mental illness should probably get more funding than the fucking Department of Defense. Absolutely. Because, you know, I, I've never personally been to, you know, a psychiatrist or whatever, psychologist. But, you know, I've known people that have gone. Some like it. Some don't. Some hear what they're saying. Some don't. Right. The hardest thing in the world to do is get inside somebody else's head. Yeah. And just because I went to Harvard and studied this and got my MD and all that, and now I'm just sitting in a couch with somebody else. You know, on one, I think there's a stigma behind going to see somebody for psychotherapy. Sure. Which, one, A, prevents people from doing it. Right. Uh, I think... Now is the time to actually, you know, like all the, you know, anti-gun people are like, oh, well, you know, mental health, mental health. And I think all the pro-gun people are the same way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's get together on this and fund the fucking shit. Yeah. Because I think right now we have enough technology and just educational over the years. Maybe, maybe there's a different approach. Right. Maybe just the the school teach like everything changes like we all know science changes, so right. why can't our approach to mental illness change, or mental health, however you want to call it? Like I just think we just sit back and label it, and you know another school shooting, oh mental health, you know, or you know another trans yeah. over there, oh mental health. Well, well, funding goes all different ways, especially with the millions, well, we billions, that. And trillions I mean, of dollars. We you have know? you know you know who in office, so like. No armed guards to protect the I'm kids. I'm sure Ukraine and their fucking 50 billion got, you know, 10 right. billion for mental health for mm-hmm. uh, all the war stricken people over there that hey, are yeah. just walking the streets. Yeah. 
with some air raid sirens going on, yeah, and fucking, but no bombs. No, seriously. So, I mean, that's the thing of funding, too. You want to talk right. about, you know, taking guns out of people's hands. Yeah, that would be great. It'd be great if we knew every criminal on the street and we knew exactly who to go to and say, no, you can't have a gun. I mean, look you're at a Chicago just this past right. week. I mean, I mean, come on. It's a, it's a death trap. It's a yeah. death trap. And that was that wasn't. First of all, Chicago wasn't in the ghetto. That shit no. was on Madison Ave. That yep. shit was where I was five years ago. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, I was walking down those streets. That's yep. where that shit was. Yep. So all you people living in your fucking like little bubbles, yep. the shit's coming for you. It is. It's totally coming for yeah. you. So many innocent bystanders are being, you know, affected by this violence. And again, you come in with gun control. Gun control isn't going to fix this problem. Just as heroin and fentanyl are illegal. Is that correcting right. the fentanyl crisis? Right. No. <laughs> I no. mean, we have to think about this realistically. If someone's going to get something, if they have a bad motive, they're going to get it and they're going to figure it out. <laughs> and they're, you know, I mean, a lot of these attacks, especially the attacks on schools and things like that, these are formulated. These are planned out. It's not, you know, that difficult to figure it out. Right. They always say like 90% of these things are like Oh, they were on the FBI radar. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, like, well, um, all right. Okay. I mean, but we're just going to wait much, until right. something happens. What kind of resources do we need to, mm-hmm. like, you know, it, you can't just lock people up because they're on the radar. I understand that. But again, there's a lot smarter people than me out there. But why am I the one, like, kind of coming up with some stuff here? It's like, it's not, it's like, it's like the poor lady that got axe murdered in Milford. <laughs> Right? Exactly. They waited until something happened. They they something did happen and they still didn't do anything. Right. And my solution slash, you know, step in the right direction, let's call it, mm-hmm. is if I'm dating my girlfriend and I either A beat her up, threaten to beat her up, threaten to kill her, whatever, she files a court, she go we go to court, judge issues a restraining order on me. My not solution, but my suggestion is mm-hmm. I get an ankle bracelet. Now, do I deserve it? She could be lying, right? Right. Okay. Well, I don't deserve the big fucking clunky fucking thing that everyone's going to see while I'm walking around Stonebridge. Right. But I'll get a Disney band, you know? Yeah. They, they can make these things. Yeah. That one, she can track on her phone. That it'll ping me within a thousand feet of her or however she wants to do. Yeah. And if I pass all my shit in the next six months, I don't threaten to do anything, it gets taken off. No one even knows I have it. Right. That's it. Okay. But she gives her a head start. Like if she's at the store and I'm at the gas station and she really fears for her life, she can go call a manager or go hide out in the back. He doesn't know where you are. Right. But you know where he is. Right. So at night, you can maybe set it to hours. Like if he's within three miles of me and I'm sleeping, it fucking sets off something. I can get up, grab my kids, get in my car. If I feel that's the need. Yeah. And I feel like this lady had that need. Yeah. She literally was um, three weeks prior in front of a judge saying he's going to kill me. Yeah. And the guy killed her. Right. And she had no warning. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Yeah. Just because he has a recent piece of paper filed? Yeah, it's most of these domestic violence cases. Though, now, the that cop that was on the case got in a little bit of trouble, got a little heat because he didn't file in the time. I guess the guy was going to be arrested. Right. But it still wouldn't have mattered. He would have been arrested no, and no, released. No, 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 Yeah. He was going to get her. If he really wanted to get her that bad, he was going to get her under these circumstances. Right. But, I mean, I see it in day-to-day life. I watch 
everybody in my life is like, Sam, stop watching crime documentaries. <laughs> but let me tell you something. I know all the damn warning signs at this yeah, point. Okay. So there's plenty of times where I'm like, I'm looking at people just by their mannerisms, by the way they act. And I work with children, right? So I see this sometimes in a different light. But let me tell you, anytime I see those mannerisms, I see that attitude, I see those looks, I see that body language, I'm instantly getting involved. Immediately. Right. You know? Because you have to try. You have, you have to, to try. You have to try. I mean, it's it's the fact that that even happened is sick. Right. It happened actually in my own office. We had a mom who brought her two kids in for a physical, went home, and uh, the father, Axe, murdered her and walked out of the house. Thank that, God. That's left, her. Left the kids. Um, but yeah, same thing. I like, think it's probably the same person. Uh, no. No? No. This was, was years another? ago. Oh, years ago. Yeah, okay. this was quite, this was a few. Sounds pretty familiar. No, this <laughs> no. Was, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what's fucked up. Like, this literally happened. Well, the reason why it was an axe is because they actually, guess what? They took away his guns. Ah. Because he was military. Right. And he had this, you can't have a felony or any kind of thing. Uh, they take away your guns. Okay. Guess what? Use the He still axe. found a way. You always find a way. <laughs> if she, if she had way. a gun. Yeah. Maybe she could still be alive. There, that scumbag would be dead. That's where we, that, yep. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think that if you are a sane person, especially in this world, and you are of age, go get your gun license. Um, take your time to know how to use it. Take there's the plenty, classes. There's gun, ranges, there's gun ranges in Orange. Everywhere. They're all over the place. Um, I go shooting with my brother-in-law. and Lock them up and keep yeah, the safety off. Exactly. That's it. And he always um, is really great about teaching me about the safety, how to handle the gun, how to take the gun apart, you know, yeah. all that ki- all those kind of My brother's, like, brilliant with it. I'm not yep. that good with it. I don't have my license. Um, yeah, I actually... But I've handled them before, you know, like, whatever. Yeah, they're, I'm they're, on my way to go get mine, so... Yeah. They're very intimidating, absolutely. However, um, I'm going to protect my family no matter yeah. what, and I'm not going to let uh, some, you know, criminal who got an illegal gun kill me or anyone i love right you know if i have anything to say about it right no i mean so. that's that's your second amendment right first right. of all that's it they distort that a lot apparently exactly. well, you know yeah that's the thing i you know you could say whatever the fuck you want but if i say it you right. know what i mean right. it's a right. double standard right. i mean anybody on any side you have to come to a point of stopping a fucking idiot right. you are so dumb you look dumb you act dumb okay <laughs> stop it it's so stupid it's not going to stop. You can't say whatever you want if I can't. It's not so, going to stop. You know, but that's why here I am. So. Right. This is your platform, girl. That's it. Uh, quick PSA announcement talking about the kids and talking about TikTok. Sure. Um, the new TikTok trend, you see this one? Oh, God. Is popping between 8 and 12 Benadryl to have hallucinations. And, of course, a 13-year-old, yeah. 14-year-old kid died. Yeah, well, uh, so uh, hide your Benadryl from your children that are on TikTok all day. Guess so. That is uh, my PSA of the day. <laughs> you like, wonder. I mean, I wonder too. It's gone from Tide Pods to what? all sorts of crazy. Where shit. the hell are the parents, though? Well, here's the thing. Where they have a built-in babysitter, and it's the phone. Oh, it's their computer. I know that. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I work in the restaurant business. You know how many times I get kids sitting at the table? It's and I. Listen, I kind of understand it. To a it's, point. To a it's point. the husband and wife are out with the two kids. They want to have a nice night out, a couple glasses of wine, have a nice dinner, and go home. Just kind of decompress. But they have to bring their kids with them. Right. So what do they do? They give each kid a tablet. Now, they, now the kids, depending on the age, they're just 
playing games on it or whatever, Watching but it movie. occupies them. Right. Like when, when well, I'm much older than you, but when I was young, like I was like, mommy, mommy, mommy. Yeah, she's probably fucking slapping me around. Like, yeah. shut up. You know? Or we brought toys. My parents would bring puzzles, yeah. coloring books, whatever. Now I mean, it's, now it's now all it's these kids come in with this shit. Yeah. You know? and, and I mean, it's, it's, it's the same thing with parents. It's it's all a healthy balance. You know, you have to use it as something that, of course, you know, you're not always going to get a babysitter. So maybe right. you want to go out and have a nice dinner. And I get that. You know, and bring them headphones and let them watch their little video. But watch them. Right. What these kids are... I mean, I don't know um, how long you've been in your girlfriend's son's life. Five but, years. About okay, five years. about yep. five years. Okay, yep. so he wasn't really that young. He was eight. Eight. Okay. So my nieces and nephews, you know, I've been around since birth and they used to watch the weirdest shit on YouTube. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody agrees with me with this or have seen this. They watch these videos of adults playing with toys. I don't know. Have you seen that? No. Okay. Like trying to like trying to yes, play with like a toy, them like playing, figuring out what it is. No, like just, playing with toys. Okay, that's mental. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's scary. It scares me. A well, little. it's all for the fucking clicks. That's all it is. I mean, whatever. But it's got to take something out of me as an adult to sit there with some Barbie dolls and really reenact like I used to when I was a child. So I don't know. A little creepy. Know. Uh, yeah, like it's funny. Like you say that because I think Braden got. On to social media, probably at 11, two years ago. And I advocated it for it because of COVID and like it's kind of how he can contact his friends, right, right. except for being on Xbox, which is another whole thing, you know, whatever. Right. But now I think I kind of regret it. Now I think, I think one platform is plenty, yeah. but he's on, I think the only one he's not on now is, is Facebook, but he's on Instagram. He's on Twitter, but he's never on it, but he has a handle. You know, he's on uh, TikTok, he's on what's it, Snapchat, all that shit. Yeah. I'm not even on all this shit. Yeah. And I think there's just too many things these kids need to check all the time. You know, if he just had Instagram, yeah. go on Instagram, you kind of get bored after 10 minutes, you shut it off. Right. Then he shuts that down, he goes to TikTok. He yeah. shuts that down, he goes to next. And then he shuts his phone down, yeah. and he hops on his tablet. Then he goes on Xbox, and it's like non-fucking-stop. Yeah, no, it's a lifestyle that... I'm like, go outside, hit created. golf balls, no, play really, basketball. It is. It's, it's a lifestyle that they created. And the other problem is that what I think, too, needs to come into the conversation, and again, I listened to another wonderful podcast about this, about a man who did not give his children social media or cell phones until they were 18. That's hard. And any parent is going to look you in the face and laugh at you and be like, ha ha, good fucking luck. Right. But I think we need to really bring that to the table. Yeah. And let's talk to young people, not all these kids having kids out of wedlock. At least make it till 13 or right. something. Like- but let's have conversations as young adults because this is part of what's at stake for America and for our country. We need people with morale. We need people with value, Christian Judea values, who actually want the white picket fence who want to get married, who want to have children, and want to contribute to society. And we need to sit as young adults, and we need to start having these com- kind of conversations. Let's stop talking about fucking Dylan Mulvaney and his bullshit and chopping your penis off at 12. Let's talk about, hey, how am I going to keep my kids away from this without them hating my guts, without them, you know, doing the normal teenage, like, regression of, like, Fuck you, mom. You don't let me do this, so I'm going to go run away and do this. You know? I mean, we all, I mean. We all do that in a way. It's generational. Like, you know. Yeah. I, I was, I was always a good kid. Like, I never threatened to run away. I never, 
I never really no. did. You know, I didn't. I mean, I moved so much. Like, yeah. my parents were divorced. I was in a new school system every 12 to 18 months. I think it's kind of made me who I was, you know, always having to meet people and reingratiate yeah, sure. myself into a clique or a clan or just meet new people, meet new friends, you know, yeah. until I settled down in high school. And I think it, it I'm not, I don't recommend it for everybody, nah. but I think me personally, it helped me out a lot in life. Yeah. It's where I, you know, I'm fucking, you know me, I can talk to anybody, but bartender, I'll fucking, I started this, you know, oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. I, I'll talk to anybody anywhere. I don't care. Um, but I think generationally now with, with all of this stuff will eventually be the downfall. Yeah. Unless, like you just said, we have these right. conversations. We limit, uh, like, half of these kids are going to be blind by the time they're fucking yeah. 40. Yeah. They don't take their eyes off this shit. Right. You know, or just, yeah. just scrambled eggs in their fucking brain. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you think, I think about it just like, in like the, I got to put, I'm sorry to interrupt. I got to yeah. put my shit down. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, no, I it gets you like, 30 minutes hey. fucking watching fucking reels on Instagram. I got to yeah. fucking, I got to chill but out. think about how it makes you feel mentally. Right. You know, and that's what I'm saying. For these kids who are already struggling with their bodies, with their sexualities, with making friends, with finding their place in the world, the influence is so desperate on social media. It's like, how how can we continue to ignore this and continue to say that, no, this is normal. Right. Just shut up. Right. Just shut up. Just shut up. I mean... Because it's, I, it, I mean, at the end of the day, it's money and power. And, right, And right. the government has their hands in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, pharmaceuticals, obviously. Uh, you know, and the companies like Apple and Samsung, and which is global. Right. You know, it's... And the people who are educated, well, which I... You think, would, like, Apple CEO is going to be like, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Kids can't have iPhones till they're 18. No, yeah. No. I mean, these people are educated, but they're also indoctrinated. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are the people who are making decisions for you and your kids. Um, and I think that's another thing we need to really look at is, like, the college system um, that is creating these adults that are just morons that are just idiots right i mean it, i don't care if you went to harvard you went to yale i've heard you speak and you sound like an idiot i mean the left pans to this narrative that they want basically it's easier if you just tell me what to do right it's easier it's easier that way i don't have to think i don't have to work for it i don't have to pay into it more so they i just call that a sheep no there you go <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how some really scary things in our history started, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I won't get into that too much. But. So that 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 philosophy mm. or that no, – I mean, that applies in a lot of things in life. And one quick thing is like I, I used to work for Marriott, right? Yeah. Before I started working at Stonebridge. Worked in Trumbull, went down to Florida, worked at a hotel in Florida. And I'll never forget my manager, my GM, telling me one thing. So I was 24 at the time, mm-hmm. and we had three. We had a really like a five star Michelin rated restaurant there. We had your basic like just restaurant for the hotel. Then we had the bars and whatever. And there was this guy who's like 60 years old. He'd been working there for 15 years. He's the restaurant manager, and I was, you know, I, I was kind of groomed like in that business, like just you know work eight months to 12 months here and just climb that fucking ladder. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I said. To the GM, we were just sitting down, bullshit, and like what my aspirations were, all this stuff. And I said, you know, what's up with Ron? He's like, what? He's great. I go, I know, but what's he making? $45,000 a year just being a restaurant manager? Like he's never wanted to move up? He goes, he says to me, he goes, Jer, these are the best employees I could ever have. Yeah. I don't have to go find anyone. Nope. 
He just does his job. Yep. He doesn't complain. Yep. He doesn't make much money. You know, he goes, a guy like you who's hungry and wants to succeed, you're going to leapfrog him in fucking 18 months. Yeah. And, and you'll be out of here. You'll be gone. Right. You know, it's a whole other reason why I left Marriott. But like that always instilled in me, like there's just some people just happy where they are. Just happy. I mean, I, I guess yeah. I kind of am. I've been a Stonebridge yeah. for 23 years. But well, like, I mean, it's different, though. But you're, you 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 have a job that's essentially the same but not every day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you, you know, one thing is um, with employment, I don't agree with nearly anything of my generation. But the only thing I do agree with is, you know, not wanting to be sedentary and not wanting to continue to work for pennies and be treated like shit. Right. You know, so I think the older generation really were more realistic. Like, hey, I know how to do my job. I'm comfortable at my job. He was married. I pay my bills. That's it. That's it. Whereas us, we're more like, fuck that. We want to live our lives, have a purpose, feel like we matter. And that's how we feel fulfilled rather than these like nine to five jobs. Right. That a lot of us do work. Like my, my, I'll tell people the reason why I've been at Stomers for so long is my freedom. Yeah. Uh, I can work when I want. I can take off when I want. Uh, I mean, the summers are the summers, but I've come to realize, all right, there's five months out of the year that I really, I got to buckle down and make my money. And I still make decent money, you know, in the off months. But there's perks. There's, you know, it's just this. It's just so, you know, I got, you know, the first five years, I'm like, this is my last summer. This is my last summer. And then I'm content. Yeah. You know, like I, I just... I've done a lot of things in my life that probably a lot of people haven't done or weren't able to. Yeah. From being a fucking bartender. Yeah. Now, could I have been better off in my life as financially? Sure. I could have I could have stayed in the the Marriott world. Right. Probably been GM in a fucking golf course at this point, twenty right. twenty something years later. But what's but what's it, worth it though? It's but, give and take. It's right. give and take. I would have been traveling all the world. I probably wouldn't, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm just I'm I have no regrets. Let's put it like that. Yeah, yeah. My body might say differently. <laughs> My body's breaking down. Yeah, but, but it's the truth. We got to stop looking at it as like you got to go to college. You have to get a degree and you have to have this nine to five and you have to make, right. you know, six figures a year. It's like, no, you don't. You, you don't, don't need that. I mean, right now you need yeah. six figures to fucking live. It's ridiculous. But, you know, that's a whole nother thing. I was at the grocery store today. I had like a... I was like, $130. The grocery store, I mean, this is the other thing. You know, people at my age, you know, you can't. So, for example, I'm buying a home, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking to buy a home. You can't do that at 25 anymore. You can't even do it. Back when Trump. I can't do it right now. Back when Trump was president as a first time home buyer, you could get a mortgage rate for 1%. Yep. You want to know the mortgage rate they threw at me? Let me guess, seven. 7.4, 7.4, yep. but close. There you yep. go. 7.4%. Well, I only say that because I was just at Webster Bank yesterday to buy my money. And it was, uh, yeah, first time home buyer was like, I think 6.9 there. So yeah. looking for something a little lower, go to Webster or oh, something like that. Right. I'm like, oh, Have fuck. to hit them up. You know, I've already, I've already owned a, a home in a condo, so I'm like, I'm not getting any of those benefits. No. Uh, nope. still, you know, again, though, it's something you, you wait out a little bit. Things oh. will change. Trump will be pro- speaking. All right, you brought Trump up, so we got two topics left. Trumpy, Trump, Trumpy, 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 Trumpy. He's back Trumpy. in the news. Obviously, he's always in the news. He never goes away because the How news is he? all Democrat. So Come on. you can make fun of him all you want, but he's an enticing fellow. Uh, he sh- he is sure is. So <laughs> I've been on record recently uh, that I don't really want him to run again because I just don't want the circus again. Okay. I was very pro DeSantis, which I still am. 
Okay. Uh, but since this, you know, indictment happened and just some crazy shit that's the been bullshit, going on. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. It's like, all right. In the, you know, political winds are like New England weather. I mean, they just, yeah. they, they change every fucking day. Oh, yeah. So now I'm kind of, I'm not on the Trump train per se, but uh. I think the census is actually getting a lot of heat amongst the Republicans. So it's like, all right. Are you on the here's, Trump wagon, perhaps? Here, well, here's my thing. All right. I do not want to lose in 2024. Tell us about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, all right. If DeSantis in 2028 for eight years means Trump for four more, I'm all about it. Okay. And again, but these political wins change. DeSantis right. could be completely gone by 2025. No one knows about him anymore. There could be some other young stud right. coming up. Uh, I think... Th- DeSantis made a couple weird moves. I don't. Again, it's the news cycle. It'll be gone tomorrow. Like he was trying to build a prison outside of Disney and for like all this yeah. crazy crap. And everyone's like killing him for it. But well, he's the, one little, thing, the one thing I hate is that like him and him and Trump don't get along. Well, that was never the case. I mean, here's the thing. The problem with um, DeSantis for me is he's too rehearsed. He's too politically correct, and he's too reliant on his donors. Um, for example. Well, he's part of the swamp, which I, during the, I get. Right. During the indictment, he didn't open his mouth. And he should have opened his mouth. He made a statement. He did. It was a shitty statement. We made two statements. Yeah. One was shitty. One was shitty, and then he tried yeah, to come back. And then the back. other one was like, you know, this shouldn't happen. It's a, right. I mean, this is the thing, though. As us, as modern conservatives, okay, this is part of, like, fighting the fight of understanding that the politics and the money and the donors, it's all bullshit. Right. And you, we need, that's what got Trump elected because he didn't give a flying fuck. And he said exactly what we needed. And he may have said some stupid shit. I agree that he needs to shut his mouth sometimes. But. Sometimes. But. Sometimes. I think he's funny. I think people are a little too fucking sensitive. But I think that, you know, with Ron DeSantis, the problem is he, he's just too rehearsed. He's just too fucking rehearsed. I don't trust him. I don't trust his foreign policy. I don't know how he'd be as president of the United States. Well, I just don't know about that. I, I, I And I think that he 100% when the indictment should have happened, he should immediately have come out and said, absolutely not, this shouldn't be happening. And it should have been a strong statement. Yeah, but at the same time, I know he's he's got bigger aspirations. He doesn't want to be Trump's VP. Which I think would be the best move for him. That would have been the best move. That would have been, uh, the been a landslide. Yep. With, with, well, would have been a landslide without cheating. Uh, you know, and then he, he he can learn the foreign policy. He yeah. can learn all that for right. four years. And right. then he would probably. And he, then he would just right. fucking kill it for eight. He, well, this is the thing with all of them. And, and Trump's the biggest ego guy. They all have egos. Well, yeah. And they all don't necessarily have the right voice in their ear. No, uh, and Trump definitely did it. Right, Trump and I don't think not. DeSantis does either. No. Um, we we certainly know Biden does not. <laughs> but uh, I think he just has like a... I don't know. Again, it's it's where we're at. all day. We're at a year and six months till the election, right? Or, or give or take a month. Oh, it's God. November of 2024. Doesn't that sound like so far away? But it's really not. I know, but it sounds like... Like they're going to hit the campaign trail in fucking... I know, less than a, less I, know, than a year. I know, I know. They're going to be fucking choo-choo. Can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> Uh, what do you think with the indictment as far as should like we we all know what Trump's going to do? He's going to go full steam ahead and don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, because uh, I mean, but we 
know that none of it is true. I mean, even the fact that a judge would have put that through and not have completely thrown it away in the trash, crumbled it up and said, bye. I mean, it's nonsense. It's absolute, utter nonsense. And I thought it was already taken care of. Yeah, it was. Right, right. It was. Right. It was. But now they're going to indict him anyway. Uh, for I don't know, saying, "Well, well, we feel like you know what it reminds me. We feel like this happened, so you have to deal with it." What was the movie with? Uh, it may be a little before your time, but uh, Tom Cruise. It was the uh, he was the lawyer. And all right, so no. I, it just popped in my head now. But I remember thinking about it when the Trump stuff came out. So uh-huh. he was he he got hired by a law firm. Okay, that was basically a big laundering money laundering firm for. Mm-hmm. The mob. Love it. And he kind of stumbled upon it, and they're basically out to kill him. Yeah. Uh, he tried to keep it under wraps for a while, and at the end, he literally goes into the mob's den and says, hey, uh, you guys have been overbilled on, you know, from, from the firm. And the mob guys know what's going on, but they're like, they were like, holy shit, how, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, there's a fucking price on your head. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you've been overbilled like, you know, 7,000 hours or something. The Firm, it was called. The Firm. Good movie. Check it out. Love it. And basically, at the end of the movie, he gets out of there. He has him sign off all this shit. He walks out. And then the FBI, FBI agent that, like, turned him, he goes, what do you got for me? He goes, I got 70, like, counts of mail fraud. And he, the guy, the FBI guy is like, What? He goes, yeah, every time they mailed out a bill that had wrong hours on it is illegal and it's mail frauds. You got 70 counts at 10 years each. Have at it. And he like walked off into the sunset. Like yeah. I feel like that's what they're trying to get Trump on. Like these like, stupid fucking. Yeah. No, seriously. I mean, they the whole like uh, paying hush money or whatever. This is sh- the, the woman. What's wrong with paying hush money, by the way? Um, Literally nothing. Okay, you're a public figure. Like, fucking pay And she hush. didn't hush. No. <laughs> number one, she didn't hush. Well, she lied, too. And exactly. Then she, right. she lied, but then she came back and said, this never happened. Right. She contradicted herself. Yeah. She contradicted herself. She said, this never happened, and this wasn't true. But everybody's like, oh, my God. Like, she was told she had to lie. And uh, meh, 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 meh. it's like, real, guys, it's exhausting. It's right. fucking exhausting. <laughs> but do I think we have a chance right now? I don't have a lot of hope. I don't, don't have a lot of hope. I don't. No. There's a wonderful candidate. If you guys haven't checked him out, Vivek Ramaswamy. Very fun name to say, Ramaswamy. What would his nickname be? Rami? Swami? The Swami. The Swam. The Swam. He's going to predict the United States future. <laughs> this poor guy doesn't stand a damn chance, but he's a really cool guy. Hey, we talked earlier, like, just get your name out there. No, he needs to. Run, he's a get in front smart... of the cameras, Listen, get in front of your policies. He's a smart guy, and if you haven't listened to him, give him a shot and take a listen to him, because um, I think he's a really good runner in this yeah. race. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what to say. We can be like the liberals and how they say, like, push back, push back. All right, Republicans, start well, throwing been, in those ballots. Republicans have been pussies for years. No, they have been. It's it's really, it's it's really again, these really old school but modern staunch conservatives that are, that are really fighting this fight. Right. That are really fighting this fight. Like Mitch McConnell, go away. No, get out. You're done. <laughs> You're canceled. Like- You're done. 
It's just it's so annoying. It's like and they need term limits. Like it's the, it's the they have it for president, but nothing else. It's like crazy. It's it's disgusting. You're 103 years old. Like go right. to bed. Go go. You don't even know done. what TikTok is, but right. you're trying to you're trying to sit on a fucking Congress board, fucking grilling their CEO. Like you don't even know what to fucking say. Exactly. Please. Exactly. All right, Trump, Trump 2024. You heard it here first. We're announcing you did. it for him. You did. Well, I, I am. DeSantis hasn't announced yet, though, has he? Officially. Yeah, he did. That he's I running? he did. I didn't think he did. No. I thought know. he's made hints of it. But... A lot of hints. Heavy hints. Maybe he has. I don't know. Shows you how much I paid then. Mm, yeah, me too. All right, we're going to finish up on this. I'm going to have the floor for this, and I'll let you finish off with what you think. You got it. All right, so today it was announced that DeMar Hamlin is returning to the football field or plans to after he had his on-field heart attack on January 2nd. Uh, I remember watching the game live. It was quite a scene. It was uh, pretty tough to watch. A lot of confusion. No one really knew what was going on. Uh, No one knew if he was alive or dead on the field. They had a big huddle around him. No one knew anything, and the announcers really didn't know much. And there was a lot of controversy surrounding how people talked about it the next day, all that. Uh, but there's a gazillion conspiracy theories about this. Oh, my God, so many. Uh, some are he died, like died, died. Like he's not alive right now. Uh, they either have a clone of him or a stunt double or a body double. Definitely people a People have been talking about, you know, he's got different tattoos now and different spots of his neck. Uh, there was after... When he got out of the hospital, he showed up at a Bills playoff game. And, like, when he walked out of the elevator, he had his hoodie over his mm-hmm. face. And then on the sidelines, it was snowing so hard, he was doing his heart signal, this fucking thing, whatever. It was weird. And, uh, but you couldn't see his face because it was right. snowing so yeah, hard. It was weird. It was just, it was odd. just weird, you yeah. know? And so I've had my own thoughts on this. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I thought he was dead, like, really dead. I don't know, maybe he's alive, but here's my thing. So he came out today in front of the cameras and said that he's going to fight hard to eliminate commotio cortis, which is, if I pronounce that correctly, is the cause of his heart attack, which Mm -hmm. is basically blunt force trauma to your chest during the exact electronical blah, blah, blah is going through your heart. And it's just perfect timing. Once one in a million chances. Right. And this is what keyed me off. So this is bullshit. Okay. So he's going to fight that. And then he says, because this is the, this is what he said today on the news conference, because this is the leading cause of death in athletes in the world. I've watched football my whole life. I've never seen this happen. Okay. And for football, wouldn't it be head trauma? Uh, could be well. No one's really died on the well. Yeah, it would be no, CTE. Died, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. repetitive, yeah. repeated head traumas right. can cause. All I think kinds he's, of- I think he's speaking to the fact that soccer players are dying in Europe, and but they're not getting hit. So like this whole this whole statement was bullshit. So I've I've read some articles that there's no way it was commotio cordis because when you get that blunt impact, right. it immediately seizes your heart. Right. And you go into cardiac arrest immediately. And he did go he into got, full cardiac arrest. He did, but he yeah. got up. After he got hit, he got up. And fell back. He wobbled, and he fell back down. A lot of the cardiologists are like, that's not what happens. He never would have gotten up. Like, when he got hit, that's what it was. When if he, that's what it was, it should have instantly put a stop. Just, he was out. Mm-hmm. He never would have gotten up. He wouldn't have, like, he stood up for like a half, second and a half, then he started wobbling, then he went down. I don't know what the term is called for the other one, but there was like they they 
equated to the vaccine. You're right. So they're like, you know, my whole thing is when do we start asking the questions? Like, it just just field it. Field the question. Not like, allowed. Is this, you're not allowed, right? Not allowed. Here's my point, too. Let's say it is him, which, it, whatever, it is. Let's say he's convinced that he had a heart attack from, what is it? Komoshio Kardoidis. Komodo dragonitis. Kondragonitis. Mm, that sounds right. And it's four months, really four months after this happened. Yeah, like no fucking way. Why the fucking hell? Would you want to go back and play NFL football (laughs) as a defender? Yeah. Okay. When you could hit the book circuit, the fucking, you know, you could be an advocate for fucking this. You could, you could make millions and millions of dollars. Be the face of it. Right. You could do whatever, you could do whatever you want. You got books written about you. Yeah. So on ESPN today, around the horn, that stupid show, they're all like, it's a miracle. I go, ha ha. Exactly. It's a fucking miracle. So yeah. why the fuck is he going back out there? Yeah, that's stupid. Okay? It's just a dumb decision. You know why? Because the NFL wants this to go away. Oh yeah. They yeah. don't. They don't want. They don't want people thinking. All right, this because the conspiracy theories abound. If this was actually caused by the vaccine, okay, which he took by the way seven and days prior to when it happened, huge advocate for right. huge advocate. They don't want. Like, they're just a money machine. Yeah. Like... But we also have to face the fact, right? So, of talking about vaccines is not a conspiracy theory. Okay? And... It's not. I think... We I think it's been proven. We understand the proven. risks. I mean, at this point, to say, like, as a nurse, I don't have to wear a mask anymore. Right? And my... It's well known that I do not have a single vaccine. So, I just... I just don't get it, and I don't. I don't. I don't like the term conspiracy theory when we talk against a vaccine. It's well, again, that's an easy out. Just like you know, no, it all is. this other shit is just easy to say. Be- it's 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 like it's like the defense mechanism of the right. left, right? Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, like I'm not. Right. Like, I mean, for- there are some ideas where I'm like, well, you know, yeah. Well, Maybe that's kind of far-fetched. For example, let me bring you like a real-world example of me working in the medical field, right? So I get a call from Pfizer uh, saying, hey, let's supply you with the COVID vaccine. I am a, the person who put a stop to that in my office. And I said, absolutely not. I will not be giving that to any child. I will not. That is unethical. And as a nurse, I have to be ethical. Right. Okay. When they told me, they told me, um, oh, well, now we can give it at six months old. And I said, really? And I said, and how does that work? And they said, well, paramedics need to be on site for at least 45 minutes after administration. What? Does what? that even sound sane? We did, um, when I give a kid a, a measles, mumps, and rubella right. vaccine, nobody, paramedic has to sit there right. for 45 fucking minutes. Like, are we kidding? Are we kidding? And you want me to be like, yeah, Totally. Yeah. And I do. I do have parents who are like, where can I get it? Where can I get boosted? Where can I bring the kids? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't know. Not here. Not here. But there's there's people like that. Oh, a lot of them. Yeah. But they're so... The problem is with, with me is that if you don't know anything about it and you're advocating for it, you just sound like an idiot. Well, you're right. And you know, I have parents right. asking me and begging me, where can I get my child boosted? You're still the guy in the car wearing a right. mask by himself. Exactly. So... The WHO has basically come out and said 
that children under six don't need it. Like right. they, they've admitted to it. Yeah, they never did. But you never saw that in the media. No. So like the MSNBCs, the CNNs of the world, all those fucking idiots. Like the Rachel Maddow when she was like, if you take the vaccine, you will not spread it. You know, like, right. like the whole clip they keep lies. showing online. Lies, lies, lies. I don't even like blame her for it because that was like during it and like that was what she was fed and whatever. Yeah. But what I blame her for is not retracting it. And that's the problem right. with the left. Right. We always have to retract our mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like I made him, <laughs> my brother pointed out a mistake. I haven't retracted it yet. A couple of weeks ago. Uh-oh. I said, uh. Uh, I was I had a ex NYPD cop on great guy and uh, Alan Wong and we were talking and I, he, he was he asked me like one of my favorite guests and I said you know I had Robert O'Neill on and I Freudian slipped him said he's the guy that killed Obama now <laughs> I meant to say Bin Laden oh but God. Osama Obama whatever but That's we were close. drinking a lot of whiskey okay and then That's so fair. my brother calls me the next day he's like you know you said Obama I'm like I did. So uh-huh. I, on the record, he did not kill Obama. Obama is still alive, and Obama's married to a man. There, I said, Thank I said, you. I said it. Thank you, I sir. Thank you. Oh my God, I've been commenting. Right, we're going to finish on this. I can't. I've been I've been commenting all week. Michael Obama. Uh everyone's grilling Don Lemon. Did you see this? No. For saying that uh, Michelle Obama is way more sexier than uh, Trump, Melania. Literally, do you so have listen. a mental disorder? No, yes. listen. Here's my explanation. I can't. And I wrote down every side I saw. I said, "Well, Don Lemon's gay and Michelle's a man." So yeah. It makes so sense. there you go. Done. <laughs> Figured out. Done. Problem solved. <laughs> it's that easy, people. All right, it's everybody, get with it. All right, Samantha, thanks so much for coming back on. Totally. Uh, we should do this every couple months for sure. I think so. Just uh, air our grievances and... Uh, little bitch sesh. And, yeah, little bitch sesh little is bitch good. Little bitch sesh. Uh, you want to finish on any last, uh, last hurrahs? Anything you want to get off your chest? Um, I'm not going to stop, and I'm going to keep getting louder, prouder, and better every day on my journey on social politics. So Love it. Hang Love with it. me, friends. Love it. You enlighten me with a lot of stuff. I think you follow it way more than I do. Uh, I am pretty Definitely. passionate about some of this shit, though. Yeah, keep Especially getting fired this, up. Oh, I'm fired up. Get you fired got me up. fired up today. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, Samantha Altieri, thanks for coming on again. Uh, we got to do one of these shows where we're actually drinking. Because I think I'm going to get no, definitely. more truth at, like more like, earth out of oh, that. You, you know what I mean? Get, yeah. All right. We'll drink. Uh, we could do it on like a Sunday afternoon or something. Or Who do you think I am? We're going to do Saturday. I'm a Monday through Friday guy. I work Saturdays, so you got to make a sacrifice. All right. Sunday day. We'll do like a day drink. When you get one of those Jewish holidays off. Oh, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> one of those beggars. When you get Juneteenth off. There you go. Juneteenth, guys. Yeah, it's coming Forgot. Up soon. Big celebration. Right in the middle of Gay Pride Month. All right, everybody. It. Have a good night. Talk Bye. to you guys soon.